They are the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You are now listening to the 12.15 Club. Welcome back to another edition of the 12.15 Club, an L.A. edition of the 12.15 Club, except uh, for Marvin, who is still in the home man cave. Um, my area, as everybody knows, Eric's big German, Marvin the Prince, Dylan the graphics guy. Uh, me, Marvin, sorry, me, Dylan, Eric have been in L.A. with DP and the guys uh, doing shows from Super Bowl week, Marvin. Unfortunately, you got stuck. Were you? I don't know. You weren't too sad about being stuck back in the Milford Man Cave, right? No, not really. Only because Eric would usually, uh, the big German would usually check us in, and it's four a.m. out there, and I yeah. hear just all of his energy. Like he was just <laughs> so energized at four a.m. L.A. time, and it's seven a.m. here, so. I was like, I am not envious of that part. Everything else, like, you know, you guys going out, you know, I was like, man, it would have been fun to be out there, but it was good holding things down out here. And, uh, man, it was a good week. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Um, so we've been out here. We Our usual wake-up time was what? I, I woke up at, like, 2.30. Um, so those were, like, serious early mornings. But you kind of get used to it when you're doing it for a couple of days. And then Friday today, it was like super difficult to wake up. Uh, Eric, what was your takeaway? I know you've done it a bunch, but what was your takeaway from this week? This week was unique because it was our first time traveling as a whole show. I don't mean to to take away from the few people that stayed back, Marvin, Tyler, Ray, and Rob, but um, always people always had to stay back, so that's not new. But traveling, you know, doing TV and audio, the only other trip we've done uh, since we left um, DirecTV and went on our own was uh, to Chicago, and that was just Dan and the Danettes that traveled. So um, first time being back on the road, um, both from the AT&T separation and then since COVID. Um, no, it was great. It was a little kind of stretching some muscles you hadn't used in a long time and uh, certainly had a different uh, different sized crew. So it was kind of trying to fill a couple extra holes than, uh, than we used to. But no, it was it was great. Um, everybody had, uh, I think it was a good time. Dan was super appreciative of all the work that everyone did and the shows were clean. Um, lots of great guests. Yeah, no, it was it was a great week. It was fun hanging out with like Dan and the guys. I mean, we usually see them obviously every day at work and there's times that we've gotten to dinner and, you know, had a beer with them, but I think seeing them in this atmosphere was a different side. It was fun. Uh, We would hit the hotel bar with C in for a drink before uh, going up. Eric. I think it's very different and you can see it a lot with Todd Um, when you're, home or when you're close to home and I'm kind of guilty of this too it's like I just want to get home I'm going to take it easy and try to you know wrap this up quick it's not that you don't want to spend time with people but you're just like I want to like I got something to do or whatever when you're traveling for work and it's just like you you either are going back to your hotel room or you're doing stuff you spend a lot more time together and you kind of can let loose a little more so no it was great ton ton of I feel like great team building stuff you know the Mm -hmm. dinners that we went to um, you know, last night at the Traeger house and, and um, some of the dinners we did as just backroom guys, we took um, most of us went to um, out, out to Malibu and did like a nice drive. Mario slept the whole drive, but it was great anyways. Uh, and uh, 
but no, like just great, great moments. I think it was, it was super great. I think it'll pay off dividends for, for a long time. Todd was the most interesting one because you're, de- you know, we're used to dealing with Todd from what seven in the morning to two o'clock and then you're done with Todd. Um, but you would go back to the hotel and then you'd run into Todd at dinner or you'd run, you'd have to drive him to, uh, to dinner and having Todd chirp. I love Todd and I think he's hilarious, but he talks the entire car ride going and coming. And it's just like, you can't, you ask him one question and you let him go and he'll fill up the entire time you're in the car. Um, Dill. Yeah, I had, prior to this, I had never been in a car with Todd. And trust me, there will be no awkward silences whatsoever because no. any split second that someone else isn't talking, Todd will fill it for sure. And it's usually something outlandish. But, yeah, it was, it was pretty fun just, like, kind of doing the out, the extracurricular activities with the guys. That doesn't really happen that often. Um, Todd, <laughs> just Todd. Todd, I mean, and the question that people always give – us or you know i know some of you guys have gotten it is is todd actually like todd and i feel like worse, Todd is worse. even more todd out off the show because he can just say anything he does not have to have a filter in the slightest yeah like he has to have some like he has to censor himself to a certain degree <laughs> when he's on tv when he's not he just lets it all loose the um, stories that he was telling us when we were coming so uh, todd i think spent about 10 years in la um, living, he was working at one point. I know his wife had moved here with him, and we were, you know, moving. Well, why are you making that face, Eric? Jen lived here for a little bit. She taught at a school in like Bel Air or something. He was telling me that's the first time I'm ever hearing that. And I've spent probably three months in Los Angeles with Todd and heard all of the stories multiple times. Never heard about him. My the story I heard was that Todd moved back to New York when they started dating. So. No, he said that she she had a school or she like taught here. He gave a specific name. It was like a, a private charter school or something. Yeah, he said that. He, okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I mean that's what I he said that day. So I'm not sure. Um, I'm not saying you're wrong, Eric, but but he like named a specific school that she was at and everything. So I can say I'm wrong. Uh, that's but, fine. You know, passing um, by these various places where he would do whatever uh, when he was a bachelor or he was newly married, and he's telling all these different stories. And again, the guy has no filter. Uh, Dill. This is a question for everyone. Um, what was your, the highlight of the week being here, work or otherwise? And Mark, same for you being at home. If anything funny happened or whatever. We'll start with you, Mark. Uh, anything funny? Uh, like Tyler had to have done something stupid at some point. Uh, Tyler and Winnie were dating all week. <laughs> 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 like they were just a, they were just a couple but other than that it was you know what it was weird like when i came in so me and ray usually came in uh first and it was weird because probably around like 6 30 6 35 i'm expecting to hear maybe like weeks or dylan and it is silent it was weird without all of you guys and uh It'd be good when all you guys come back. Well, you guys wear like uh, pajamas all week. I'm not going to say who wore pajamas. Up, Ty? <laughs> <laughs> Every you were going to say something about Ray and Rob. Yeah, I was going to say shout out to Ray and Rob. They were uh, they were big time. Um, from what I from what I could tell. Uh, 
But yeah, three of us wore stuff that we normally wore to work. Somebody hopped up out of bed <laughs> and came to work. I wonder who that is. My highlight of the week was uh, the birds. I love the bird scooters. So LA and Marina Del Rey area has um, these scooters that you can just, you have an app and you scan a code on the scooters and you can ride around for whatever the case for however long you want to go. Uh, we spent a lot of time on those. Dan even enacted a ban at one point because a couple of us took a tumble. Uh, I won't say who. But... Mario and Weeks. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't. We kind of hit the brick hard and fell. Mine was. Yours was hilarious because you were turned around to talk smack to me and then you hit a parking barrier and went, you know, behind every <laughs> pedal. Yeah, no. It and was, it was it like was the perfect karmactic response. I don't know if that's a word or not, but um, it was car. It was just good karma. Good old fashioned karma got you. Eric, why are you looking at me like that? Yeah, Eric. I don't know. I'm hoping that what I'm hearing, these little kind of internet blips are uh, not being recorded, but if they are, we apologize. We've uh, at this point when we're taping this, we've already struck the entire set and we are uh, on the little leg of, of internet here. So, Eric, what was your highlight of the week? The facility that we broadcasted from, you know, I was a part of it for um, eight years. Uh, you know, a lot of the people here, you know, either worked on my team or we worked together. My old boss is here. You know, I helped do a lot of projects in this studio. Um, Dan's show is broadcasted from here for um, you know, weeks at a time. So it was a bit of like coming home to your childhood home, except now it's like an Airbnb. So it's like, you know, when I used to be responsible for something and I would just pick it up and if something happened or whatever, I'd just deal with it. But now it's like you're renting it. So you, you have to like ask permission and da, da, da. So there was a couple of kind of weird things like that. But um, I think my favorite thing of the week, was, it's a toss up between just coming back here and working with people that I worked with for years. Or um, I, th- I had a blast last night at Traeger, which I feel bad because Dan actually had uh, – he stopped by, but he wasn't there for that long. So I don't mean to not include Dan in that, but um, man, but then I don't know. I really enjoyed our trip up to Malibu, especially the part when Mario was sleeping. So that was funny. Know. No, that's not funny. Um, no, I, honestly, all right. You know what? I'll, I'll commit. I'll say, I, I think my favorite thing is more generic and similar to the bird thing, but just um, all the time that we got to spend together, like with the backroom guys and just the off air stuff and like mm-hmm. dinners and drinks and, and birding around and, um, kind of just razzing on each other. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I'd say yeah, I thought this was a good team building. I mean, as Eric said, uh, I mean, we spend time and we've talked about, you know, we hang out outside of work together usually. Um, but it, this was like extra spending time out of work together. Every dinner we had together, every lunch we were pretty much having together. Uh, if we wanted to go have a drink, it was either together. And that wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Only when Dylan came along. Yeah, well, you didn't. I you didn't ask me what my highlight was. Like Eric touched on, an entire like hour plus car ride with you passed out had to have been the greatest joy I've experienced in a long time. <laughs> and you look like a goldfish when you're sleeping. <laughs> I think Brendan, the French kid, posted a picture. On, yeah, he got. Uh, you were like mouthing Instagram. stuff in your sleep. Um, but yeah, I, I did. Well, the birds were great. I did almost get just smoked by a couple cars, though. There's a few. There's a few like sketchy, more main roads around here that you kind of have to use to get to places. 
and you're riding along and you're like, ah, just don't hit me like from behind or like a car pull out from a spot. But other than that, that's pretty exhilarating. I spent a lot of time driving uh, Dan around this week. So picking him up in the morning, Eric, you can probably talk to this as you've been somebody who's done that. Um, but with, with the weird thing with that is that, you know, it's when I'm picking him up, it's four o'clock in the morning and it's like, do I talk to him? Do we just sit in silence? I know he's probably tired. One, two, he has to come and talk here for three hours. And then he has meetings in the afternoon. Same thing when I would take him back to the hotel. Um, but it was cool. Dan's always funny. It was, you know, you kind of just balance it out as to, all right, talk a little bit, then let him do his thing and so on. Eric, what was your experience when you would drive him? Yeah, I would say the same thing. I mean, he's definitely going to be like, he's going to be in the front seat and you're just going to kind of hang out. Um, but especially in the morning, it's like, you know, Hey morning, I just sleep good. Okay, like, and frankly, it's the same way if it's just Dylan and I in the car too, right? So, like, Dan's not any different. Um, well, what's amazing about Dan is that, like, when, as soon as he walks on set, he doesn't have to be as the same energy as live, but, like, he's getting asked questions. He's got, you know, they got to start taping stuff. So, like, he's got to go from zero to 100. Um, so, but I don't want to be the first speed bump along the way. So, I, I think I agree. I think you played it the right way. Uh, that's what I was super interested about. I was like, I don't want to get him in a bad mood as we get into the studio. Well, I just want to get him safely there and safely back. Mario, you get you can go by Chauffeurio now too. Yeah, I guess. I guess you can call me that if you want, Dylan. Okay. Well, what did you guys think of Big Dean? I thought Big Dean's. Uh, so we had Gus in LA who had made a bet about two years ago that the Lakers would repeat as champions. Obviously, they didn't. Uh, so he paid it off on the Santa Monica Pier. Uh, this this what past Wednesday, and it happened to be that a bunch of fans were there as well. We got to meet a bunch of people. It was a lot of fun. Dill, um, yeah, it's funny because like I, clearly Dan is the biggest, obviously, celebrity out of the crew, but Todd is a hard second of the guys. You know, Todd was getting pulled in all. You would have thought it was like the red carpet with when Todd walked in. There's people with his face on their shirt and stuff. It was pretty. Pretty trip. Yeah, it was like custom shirts that this uh, yeah. one, one of these fans had. Um, and I don't and he was just really chirping all the females that were there. And Todd was all he's over a, the female. He's a ladies' man, you know? He can't just shut that down, you know? <laughs> and, I mean, he works with a bunch of dudes Monday through Friday. Um, so I'm sure it was super uh, appealing for him to finally see some some pent-up emotions. <laughs> I can't I can't um say it enough how wild Todd is outside of the show. It was just driving him back from Malibu that day. He was already on the high not from Malibu, driving him back from Big Dean's that day. He was already on that high, having spoke to um, you know, six females all evening, and he was just on a roll. Dylan, he's, he said some absolutely insane things, like <laughs> literally insane. And I was like, I mean, we were all just, we basically, I don't know if we even said one thing. Like, there's three of us in the car. Todd was just cooking, progressively devolved into like worse and worse, too. But it one was thing is the fact that we didn't fun. stop him and we were like, and there's nobody that put like their foot down. It was like, Todd, we're going a little too far. 
You can't. That's the thing, though. You can't stop him, and you can't even contain him because you can't get a word in fast enough in between his words. Like, there's just no room to jump in until he like starts turning purple and has to take a breath. Yeah, that that's exactly how it is. Uh, even dinners, you're like, if you're sitting next to him, you know, like you're probably not going to get a word in, which is all right because sometimes you have that worry of oh, awkward silence with somebody at dinner. Um, as you pointed out earlier, Dill, there's no awkward silence with, with Tyler. None whatsoever. So you, you're begging for it, but no, there's none. Marv? Hey, next year, Super Bowl's where? Arizona. So this is probably more a question for the big German. Is this going to be at Charles Barkley's house next year? <laughs> Charles Barkley. There's been a lot of discussion about that. For a minute. Yeah, Marv, it's funny because we've been talking about it a lot here. There's a lot of things that are pretty difficult to overcome to broadcast a national radio television show from someone's house. Sure, it's a nice house. Sure, it's a big house, but it's still a house nonetheless. So you don't have, you know, commercial internet. You don't have commercial power. Um, you know, you have to have the right permits in order to make noise and set up lights that are coming on at five in the morning. And so, um, there's definitely a lot to overcome, but it's in a dream scenario where all those things didn't exist, we would do that. Um, and we may still figure out a way to, to make it happen, but, um, you know, luckily we have a year and hopefully we actually can work on it, uh, quickly and not wait 10 months. <laughs> um, I thought the guests, that's one thing I wanted to bring up to the guests that we had in studio all pretty cool. We had uh, Will Farrell, Adam Sandler. And when you're like seeing people like that, you know, A-list celebrities in person, you know, you're like, oh, is it going to be, they're going to be uptight, obnoxious or whatever. Um, but they were like some of the nicest guys that you'll ever meet. Uh, we did some recording with them that we'll be releasing sometime in the future. Um, so I got a chance to take them aside and talk to them very briefly, but they were super cordial, super nice. Ed O was like the nicest guy I think I've ever met. Um, I had to walk him from the studio to our green room and he was like asking me where I was from. And he was uh, asking and he wanted, your name's Mario, right? Yeah, it's Mario. All right. And he was really, really nice guy. Um, and that's something I guess we don't get that often in Milford to deal with the different guests more so. Eric, you get to, uh, cause you check them in through zoom, but we don't have that many live guests in studio in Milford, especially with the pandemic whatnot and just the location of it. Um, so that was another highlight, I think, of the week for me, just meeting all these people and seeing how cool they actually were uh, and how down to earth, no matter, you know, if it was Ed Orgeron and he won a national title or Adam Sandler, who's, you know, probably the biggest movie star of our generation, same with Will, um, but just how down to earth and cool these guys were. Dylan? I'm pretty ready for a nap. Me too. It's Right now we're recording. It's 1125 Pacific. Um, Pacific. Pacific. <laughs> I think uh, we've it, all we've it, all earned it. It feels like it's five o'clock in in the uh, yeah. After Mark, the- you've earned a nap too. You know that. Hey, thanks. You're welcome, guy. But I've been sleeping normal, so <laughs> no, it, no, you haven't. It's sleeping. Well, that's all we got from Los Angeles. Eric, the big German, Dylan, the graphics guy, my Ariel from Milford, Connecticut. Marvin the Prince. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Have a good weekend, everyone.